0: What's up, good fighters, coming at you live with Connection, Intention, and Purpose. As always, today we got another reading segment for y'all, giving you some great information. This time it is from Sid Williams' book, Lasting Purpose. Dr. Nash, I've been reading this book, and it is phenomenal, first of all. So if y'all can get your hands on a copy, I highly suggest it. it talks about a mindset for success, baby. Can't go wrong with that. Um, and really, he outlines a lot of, lot of great stuff in here, guys, but I want to read this specific section for you guys, because as we know, and as we talk about our self talk is super, super important. Um, speaking with authority to yourself, becoming who you are meant to become. And if, if, you know, if nobody else is believing in you, you got to believe in me and you got to talk about it. So, um, this little section is called, yes, you can. And I'm super excited to bring it to y'all because, again, there's a lot of information out there. And if Dr. Nash and I can bring it to you um, as much as we possibly can, then I think that's going to be great
1: for everybody that listens in. So with that, let's dive on in. I'm going to read it from my phone, so hopefully it's not too small here. Um, And then I'll just tag team you in, Nash, when we get to that
2: um before we even really uh dive in really quick it's really oh, cool because i think how we're gonna piece this up is with the four agreements by don miguel ruiz mm-hmm. and one of the i mean it's very synonymous with the yes you can uh couple pages about to read here because in it he speaks on he calls it uh using words to be either light or white magic and black magic Now, I like to think of it more as either positive or negative or uh, light or dark magic. And to me, Dr. Sid Williams was the pin or a pinnacle of being a light magician with your words, because your words have a lot of power that a lot of people think, you know, words are just words, right? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but really words really are magic in the way that they can be interpreted and the power that they can have for positive or negative. So I I really think this is gonna tie in really well. If we have time, we'll get into that. But if not, we'll save it for another episode too.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's
0: absolutely money. That's so true about Sid. He definitely is a lot of positivity stemming from himself.
2: I love hearing stories about how, like just like things and like habits Dr. Sid Williams would do. Like I've heard stories that he would just walk around campus just repeating like in like a mantra or a meditative state saying, I am love. Yeah. Like really embodying that I am love. I am yeah. love. And like the frequency of the vibration of the word love. I mean, there's a lot to it. There's more to it than it just being just a word. And mm-hmm. uh things like that, man. What a what an absolute legend. Uh definitely, definitely. You can get your hands on this book, grab it. Like Snag it. I'm not telling you I'm not telling you to steal it, but
0: <laughs> my, i don't know dr nash you've stolen a book or two haven't you uh,
2: man you know art, did de- you try? art dealer you know my my karma oh. told me not to <laughs> so i didn't and all in all disclosure i did not steal a book
0: but i uh, thought you did from the palmer library you I ended didn't. up not
2: no i didn't you don't i bitched out man i bitched out i'm not gonna lie i got scared like i can't do uh, this i can't do it but the thing is full full story really really quick because that's not what this is about but there was this bigness of a fellow within copy at the palmer library do the thing was probably from 80s or 90s it had miles like the bindings were like going out on it and it probably got like you know not many read-throughs left on it so i like went up to the the librarian, like, hey, uh, what do you guys do when you have books that are getting towards the end of their career? Can I buy this book from you guys so you guys can just replace it from a new one from, like, the bookstore? I mean, yeah, maybe I'm not expecting to pay, like, the full $55 that I would at the bookstore, but can I just, like, right. rescue this book and take this home? And nope. They said no. Um, they're like, we archive it. I'm like, you archive them. You have archives of tens, Our, maybe hundreds of, of books. Of of green books just sitting because, you know, just because it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And I was going to steal it, but I didn't. Hey, that's all right. 2021 Nash might've done a different thing though. So who knows?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. But let's get into it. Okay. Fired up. So as I said, this is called, yes, you can. Okay. To achieve, believe, to believe, speak to yourself with absolute authority. Simple affirmations, as they typically are used, have little lasting value. It is only when you learn to talk to yourself with absolute authority that you are able to believe what you are saying. Once your own mind believes what you are saying and accepts it as fact, that belief in turn produces a clear vision of what you want to achieve. That vision then is like a magic magnet that attracts the ideas, the people, and the other resources needed to turn your vision into reality. That, in short, is the formula for success that I have found to be without equal. There is no way that I can describe exactly for you what an authoritative voice is. Nevertheless, when you perfect it, you'll know because you'll start believing what you're saying to yourself, and the vision of success will appear in your mind's eye. Using the right tone, just the right timber, timber. just the right meter, just the right cadence. And you talk to yourself with absolute and irresistible authority, saying it in your own words as appropriate for the task at hand. I can achieve this goal. I will endure. I will persist. Nothing can stop me. Whatever it takes to do this, I'll make the sacrifice. I'll pay the price. I will overcome obstacles. If I can't go through it, I'll go around. If I can't go around, I'll go over it. Even if I'm beaten and bloodied, I'll stand up to the challenge. Using your conscious mind, you utilize the authoritatively spoken affirmations that are needed to guide yourself in the direction you need to be effective. Whatever you affirm, you say it with such depth, such feeling, with such emotion, and such total sincerity that that the other part of your mind... Not help, but accept and firmly believe what you are saying. That is the crux of this whole system. The quality of what you say must be such that it, would, that it would be believably by anybody if you were talking to someone other than yourself. You must talk to yourself in the same manner that Winston Churchill and Franklin D. Roosevelt talked to people of the United Kingdom and the United States, respectively, to lead them to victory in a world war that in the beginning seemed hopeless for the Allies. As President Roosevelt so famously said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. With any great enterprise, somebody is always saying, You can't do that. You're not smart enough. Or, more, most painful of all, Who do you think you are? You are at war with the fear and self doubt as well as with the negativity of others. To be successful, you must be able to respond to your own self doubt as well as that of others with absolute, incontestable authority. I am. I am capable. I am capable right now, this instant, and I will do it. I am deserving. I will have it. I am doing it. When you speak to yourself this way with incontestable authority and start acting as if with equal authority, and when you accept The authority of what you are saying and doing that's when you begin to believe then you have the ability to visualize what you want to do until you believe you can you really believe you can't and that's what gets you
1: into trouble when you believe you will fail you usually do first off wow you know like,
2: right. reading is one thing, but literally hearing it is, like, a whole other medium to, like, let that soak and sink in. Uh, that That's just, like, ooh. Ooh. JST, bro. Yes, sir. I didn't know we were bringing Dr. Sid Williams on the podcast today. Dude. <laughs> Pretty exclusive for the Good Fighter listeners. Absolutely. All right. So we got, like, another page and a half here, so I'm going to keep going, All right. All right. <clears throat> But once you develop the skill of talking to yourself in a way that complete, uh, that is completely believable, a bit of magic begins to take place. In another part of your mind, you'll start to firm, firmly believing that you can and will achieve your goal. You tell yourself, I have the desire to do this. I have the intelligence and skills to do it. I have the training. I have the persistence to do it. I can do it. I will do it. I can see in my mind's eye that I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now, in this very moment. When you're able to talk to yourself in this manner with absolute authority, your voice resonating credibility, the image begins to appear in your mind's eye, the inner eye, the creative eye, the eye of divine love, wisdom and justice. At that point, you just automatically begin acting as if your goal is already achieved. In your mind's eye, you see the deed already done. You have your degree you have your complex built you have your book written or whatever it is you want to achieve Then, keeping that visualization fresh and strong in your inner eye you just let your mind flow backward from the from that image of success as you complete the steps required to get there in the world outside your own mind once you're there in your mind's eye your innate your innate subconscious mind will begin to help provide the people ideas and resources needed to achieve your purpose. This doesn't mean you can just concrete or concentrate on a picture of the future, spending all your time wishing you were there. When you truly believe you can, you continue to act as if it has already happened. You continue talking to yourself with absolute authority and believing with all your heart that what you can see in your inner eye has occurred. With time and persistency, it will. The first step toward establishing an, an achievement mindset, of course, is to learn to love, serve, and give out of your own abundance just for the sake of doing it and for no other reason. You learn to love whatever you're doing, whether it's digging a ditch or adjusting a subluxation. You learn to carry that love with you. The habit builds up your abundance of both love and persistency. With a lasting purpose mindset to love, serve, and give, you can be successful make up make a living at any occupation you Really desire to be successful successful at pursuing. Whether you are a homeless boy in Brazil or a farm girl in the U.S., you can be a doctor, lawyer, a millionaire, entrepreneur, a scientist, a ballerina, a writer, or anything you have a burning desire to be. Oh, baby.
1: Yeah, dang. The limitless potential. Heck yeah, man
2: of this of of life in the human body right Um,
1: that's exactly what it is
0: the the thing the thing that people forget though is within that limitless potential as he talked about here is you have to believe in yourself and continue and not waver to get what it is that you're desiring. because many people they waver and
1: then they just forget
2: yeah for sure uh forget you know you get distracted um I I think that in 2021, um, human beings have more distractions than ever before.
1: Absolutely.
2: I don't think those distractions are going anywhere but up. So to really, truly embody what you want to become and what you want to be, it takes so much intention. Mm -hmm. It takes more intention than ever before. Yep. Um, You know, back, I don't know, was it probably written in the 70s, 80s, 90s? Probably. Um,
1: probably about then. Oh. Ninety six, it looks like. Okay, yeah. yeah.
2: So um, you know, even just uh cell phones to computers, that amount of distraction we have from anything directly impacting our current situation in the present moment. Unprecedented. We've never had to do that before.
1: Yeah.
2: And we've never been so ill prepared to have to deal with things that could distract us from the present time. So really having things in place to help us, especially as chiropractors, something that's so fundamentally grounded in the present, um, you know, that there's no there's no more important thing that we can do than be truly grounded Mm -hmm. Um, in the concept of time. He mentions the concept of time and persistency and in manifestation of what we want to become. It truly becomes from that consistency in the present time of believing what we want to become right. Not just keep, you know, thinking about that image of something that we want to be or somewhere we want to go, but truly doing something right now, because this is as far as reality goes, the only thing that's real is the present. So how can we uh, live anywhere but in the present? And it's really easy to get caught up in in things that aren't present, even an Instagram post, right? That's a time capture.
0: You know, in becoming that more present self is, 10 times more fulfilling than Mm. trying to, you know, constantly think about the future or the past. But instead, he talks about literally just like silencing the noise and having a clear mind so that whatever comes in and out, you're actually completely in the present because you're not reacting based on past traumas and you're not overreacting too because you're fearful of the future. So, he has this really great perception of of how you are to go about your days, and as you were talking about before, it really was speaking with himself of authority I am love, I am love, like he literally embodied it because he spoke with himself to himself with authority and and um part of it sorry part of it too with with everything, and I know this is more anecdotal, but after reading this bro like I literally just started repeating that like I can, I will, I must. I can, I will, I must. And just like um, part of what I think about too is that, and I think we t- I talked about this too on a voice message that we were sharing is is really just thinking about how like um, this is my lasting purpose, and God is designing the universe right now to continue to bring patients in through the door, bro. And I kid you not, like ever since I started like implementing that daily. I've had at least one or two people, like new patients call me per day and start scheduling and start asking questions based upon what we're doing here. And it's just been phenomenal to see like, like beforehand, we'd get calls every now and then, right? But then now it's, kid you not, it's literally like two a day. I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off, man. (laughs) But I freaking love it. And I just, it you know, it's probably been about a week and a half of doing that. And it's just been something that, um, you know, has been really cool. And I feel more confident in myself that we are delivering the best, you know, and only true healthcare system out there that we're bringing something that human beings need because human beings thrive on what we do. We're not trying to manipulate the body based on what we do, um, but actually work with it, work with nature and the physiology of that. And we all we already know that innate is going to be at our back
1: and and producing that. Um, what did it say? It said there that almost that exact phrase
0: that thus the innate subconscious mind will begin to provide the people ideas and resources you need to achieve your purpose. And like I after reading that, part, I was like, dang!
1: Like and this is happening, you know, it's happening. So
2: it is. Um, and I, I think with being able to like have those drop ins of innate subconscious ideas and uh you know uh, um well,
1: intuition
2: and uh hunches right it really comes from almost mundanely doing something in the present right where yeah. you yeah entranced in whatever the present may be you yeah. so, um, know i i think that's a, a big component of it is being connected Uh, One thing that really uh, sparked something for me in that reading, too, is understanding that, you know, opportunities, when they present themselves, a lot of it is being open to, uh, you know, even just understanding that opportunity is presenting itself at all. You know, like they're not always going to be super black and white. They're like, oh, yes, this is a new person for you. Right. Or this is. A direct path to growth but um, taking initiative on certain opportunities that come into your life or your practice or you know anything that you may be doing like you said being a uh, homeless boy on the street of Brazil you know um, taking the initiative and understanding that um, this may not be a direct path for food for me but um, what I can do is uh, choose success in this moment to Offer to hold the door for this person or to, uh, yes, yes, uh, benefit but, um, <laughs> just doing those things to really just cultivate and tell the universe that I'm ready for more success and I'm ready. I'm accepting of whatever opportunities that, uh, can lead me towards a path of greater self-expression.
1: Right. Right. And that's, he, he, he uses that exact phrasing and holding the door for somebody and just like,
0: It doesn't matter what you're doing, but embodying that in everything you do, which is what we talk about as a good fighter, right? Is is bringing that mentality not just to many of us who listen to this that are chiropractors, but in our daily living. You know, even even something as simple as putting the grocery cart where it goes and not leaving it chilling. So, I think you know, just a phenomenal book, phenomenal read, just an amazing. There's even, there's so many cool stories in there that he talks about. And even just like his, the main story of how he came about this type of mentality. Um, he was actually selling cookware when he was in chiropractic college. So no way. Yeah. It's really funny hearing him. Cause you know, we usually read stuff from Palmer, right? So, yeah, or, or like things that, you know, are, I don't want to say more associated with Palmer, but like, it's more common to read it out. I guess. And so just like hearing how he, um, his mentality going through school and everything like that and and how he writes is just different. So I I really enjoyed it. So get your hands on the book. You can usually find it on either eBay or Amazon. I think is probably the best way.
2: I wonder if they're still getting printed. Probably not.
0: I don't think so. And I'm not really sure why. Because yeah. I know that there's there's been a few people that I've talked to that said it's very difficult to get your hands on. I got lucky with this one because there was like one of two copies, and I got it from. It was on Amazon, but a Goodwill was a Goodwill was selling it, so it was very
1: strange. Wow, yeah, Dang, they really plug. should. What a plug, right? <laughs> um,
2: one thing that I was also thinking about too before we got really rolling with that reading is uh, you know the evolution of human beings and, you know, just yourself, you know, mm-hmm. evolve, you know, evolving into somebody greater or better, or um, something that can push us forward or push, you know, the, your family and community forward all comes from a state of elevation. Mm. And uh, the, the only way to elevate is to expand upon your current present moment. Right. Right and And to do that, we are going to be standing on the shoulders of giants, but to expand on their not just their thinking but the things that they stood for, and you know um uh, overall principles that they live by and and this mm-hmm. is one of those things where uh embodying that and manifesting those affirmations are a true way to elevate your your current circumstances and overall your life
0: right, right. and that's exactly what he discusses it's it's so necessary and it it just takes that shift and consistency and persistence as he talks about because with with time it'll come so
1: i don't know yeah man that stuff fired me up though
2: oh dude yeah sid williams man absolute legend um so i want to save the four agreements reading for another time just because you only got about like 10 minutes until you got to split right so yeah um I kind of wanted to touch base on a couple more things, I guess, with, uh, I don't know, actual application for this reading today. Yeah. Right. So you talked about how since you've really been, I can, I will, I musting, right? You're, You're the people coming through your door has really just taken another, taken it to another level. Yeah. And I think repeating that phrase, I can, I will, I must, it starts to pervade you know, pervade other areas in your life that we don't even realize, uh, it, it, it would be doing like for certain projects that we're doing in the practice, things that, uh, can benefit our practice or our, our people that we're serving mm-hmm. that, that mantra, if I can, I will, I must, um, you know, you can go as direct to the, the adjustment, right. Um, for certain things on certain people, maybe it's something that you've told yourself for a while. That's a hard a hard area for me to adjust on this person yeah or, uh, maybe that's uh not just adjusting but maybe it's something as much as like making a video or um being more authentic on your social media with your audience or right. the people in your practice on certain things that you feel you truly feel passionate about but maybe you're hesitant to let people know more about yourself and wearing your heart on your sleeve mm-hmm. that mantra of i can i will i must you start to like not even be thinking about it, but hearing that, right? And um, that I can is it a really essential part about that? Just the possibility of it, right? I can yeah. do that. Yeah. Uh, I will do that. It moves it to a whole nother level, right? Um, it takes it from a, um, I don't remember the, the neutral state of it, but it turns it into an affirmative or more of like a. Um, it's even like
0: a belief to an action, though.
2: Like yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yep. There we go. And then the I must returns into a necessity.
0: Right. And he, he even shares too, like when it becomes really tough, that's when you can, you like place even more emphasis on that. I must like, I can, I will like, you know, even beyond that, like I must, like I don't have an option, you know, nope. no options mentality is really what's at stake. And,
2: uh, if you, if you don't believe that, you know, we're in a a state in the world where that's, that's relevant, uh, you need to wake up. Right. Especially if you're a chiropractor, you're it, you're the line. Um, and we've been the line for 126 years now, but, uh, you know, probably I'd argue probably since probably like the eighties, uh, they've been really wanting to blur what that line is for, for chiropractic as a profession and and just for health, right? The, the sovereignty of, of the human body and, you know, more specifically where we live, the American body, mm. um, that, that line that we, it's a sacred line that we have to uphold this God given right that we have to, to heal and to express health. That's something that we're literally all born with and we have a right to. And um that I must phase, that's something we, we must uphold above all else. And if if it offends people, you know, those aren't your people, you know? And like, uh, it's not coming from a place of anything but love, because we truly do love all our brothers and sisters out there. You know mm-hmm. any creed or color, um we don't discriminate against anybody, but uh, what we won't stand for is those people trying to push people into a corner and um, force things upon their sovereign body, which they don't, they don't choose to have done. That's and that's the line, bro. Um, as far as chiropractic is concerned, that's the line we've been fighting for a while and it's, it's not an easy fight and it never has been, never will be. But uh, if you, if you chose chiropractic cause you thought it was an easy fight or you thought it was a, Easy thing, uh, you're gonna be a little mistaken, but <laughs> all all good things in life they're worth fighting for and never more true with the human body and health,
1: sir. Yes, sir. It's all we got, it's all we got. That's what's up, uh, my man.
2: Yeah, bro. Um, one other thing, so we're gonna be reading into the four agreements, but I don't want to touch base too with uh anybody else out here that has any, any book recommendations for us, yeah, we'd love to hear them. We really would. Cause, uh, you know, we, we like to go back and forth sending pages and t- doing a little bit of mini book talks. And if anybody else wants to hop in on that, please let us know. Cause, uh, the more the merrier, and Just uh, that collective consciousness of conversation we can really, uh, make some waves with that too. uh, it's not so calm water. There's not many calm waters out there nowadays. Right. So, um, it's choppy it's, baby, choppy, right. But, uh,
0: <laughs> choppy and swelly,
2: you know, what is it? Uh, smooth waters don't make good sailors. I think it's what BJ used to say, or That's something. Along those lines. So, yeah. uh, you know, you, we got to be able to traverse the, the tough times, because uh, tough times make tough people and human beings. We're, we're supposed to be tough and resilient. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the people in your community, they're probably not hearing that message very often. Unless it, if it's not coming from you, they, they probably ain't getting it you know, unless they really actively seek out. And, uh, that's always refreshing to hear, but really coming from a place of love and letting people know, um, your body is powerful and you should love your body. Um, honor your body. Do things that, you know, really uphold what our body's meant to be doing. Right. Just because we have lifestyles in place doesn't mean we can't change those lifestyles that aren't honoring to the body. Yeah. Because it's a gift. It's a gift to be alive, man. There's a lot of people out here that uh you know, think about all these uh there's so many less fortunate people. I mean, you can go as far as financially, but I'm talking physically, you know, people who are born without certain functions and capabilities of their own body that they never had a chance or choice to do. You know, how how are you using your body? if yeah. there's people out there that are born without legs you know um what right do you have to to squander that yeah you know and i'm not saying you got to be out there running marathons and stuff but to, but honor that that is a gift because that's not that's not something everybody gets to have and there's a lot of people out there that would kill to have the opportunities that a lot of us do
0: yeah i was I was Whenever I think about stuff like that, like, oh, you know, if I got a car accident, I lost my legs or I lost my eyesight, you know, like how much more would I enjoy the time being in the present of like, just to go out and run or just to see like the trees outside the window. Like you would sit
2: sit down with your grandparents, right? If you, if you have the fortunate, if you're fortunate enough to still have your grandparents around and just listen and be present with them, get off your phone, right? Like. Don't even bring your phone inside the house or wherever yeah. you're living. You know.
0: Well, what is it they say? Like you, when you actually like calculate how many? It's not. It's not how many years you have left, but how many visits. You know, mm, yep. if you calculate that and and how much longer. Let's say they're seventy. It could be you know five years length, but how many times are you going to see in that in that five years? Right. Maybe like three a year, which puts you at fifteen visits. Yeah, it kind of puts things into perspective in that way. And even for some people, that might be even more than they even get. You know, even I think it, about that with my parents right now. Is like they're a little bit over fifty, but you know, I'm like, okay, 20 years. I see them probably about, you know, however many times a year. How many visits I got left? Soak in every single one of them. And like Dr. Nash said, just put the
1: phone down and just listen. Just like, just fully be there and soak it in. Don't you know, get caught uh, up in nonsense.
2: Uh, that that old saying. That really old saying, "You only live once," right?
1: Really, more, I,
2: baby. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I, I mean, I've, I don't remember who who said it, but uh, it's backwards, bro. You only die once. Yeah. You get to live every day. Live every, every day, nothing. baby. But nothing's guaranteed, bro. For real. Um, whoever you are, wherever you may be, don't take this uh, current twenty four hours for for granted because you never know. And just every day, wake up, thank God that you woke up today and had the opportunity to go out there and make it happen. Because yeah. uh, it really isn't guaranteed. And like you said, yeah, we might have 15 visits with those people that we live. We might not even have those, you know, because we don't know the future. We don't know what mm-hmm. it holds. And uh, all we have is the present. So really, really soak in every single day. Don't waste it. Because yeah. a, a day off is followed by an off day. Ooh, Sid Williams ended with a hot one. Love
1: day that. off
0: followed by an off day, baby. Bringing it back around. But yes, sir.
2: I think that was season one, <laughs> season two, maybe.
0: The only phrase that I remember from season one is "I'm not a human being; I'm a human doer." Oh,
2: that's another good one. <laughs> well, very though. true. Epigram, epigram, epigram worthy. <laughs> yeah, put it up at Palmer. I don't think I'll ever get up there, man. I don't think they like me there. Well, once we once we
0: infiltrate the board, man, we'll make it happen, True. Dude.
2: Hey. Uh anybody that listened to Dr. Brandt Hustlebus, um, and if anybody's making waves on that, let us know because uh, you know, I'm, that that's that's gonna be really powerful coming up here real soon. We got some elections coming up and uh you know, even just having that influence state of mind and getting mm-hmm. in getting in contact and just starting to have a I can, I will, I must attitude towards that. Um, that is another way that we can really make a, a huge impact in holding that line. For yep. not just our ourselves and our families, but for our other uh, countrymen.
0: Let that permeate through your inner being and then permeate into your community, baby. Uh,
2: and I don't mean to be so humdrum about it, but uh, there are people out here that don't want it to be that way. And there aren't people out here mm. who don't want us to be free people. Um, yep. people you can. People who want what we
0: got. You can. You will. And you freaking must. I can. I will. I must. With that, y'all, keep it in mind. I hope you guys enjoyed the book today. We're going to head out here. We got people to see lives of change and delivering some lightning, baby. So I'm excited. Let like, go, oh, let like God. Heck yeah. yeah
2: no. no off days here, baby. Yep. Uh, you know where to find us, good fighters. We appreciate y'all. And uh, ooh, if y'all could leave us a, a review here and there, that'd mm. be dope. Or just, you know, if you find something, shout out to John Mudloff yes bro uh man what an animal love that guy <laughs> and uh what a chiropractor um dude just holds the line and he really uh we'll have to have him on soon yeah we should absolutely and we know what we can we will and we must have john love on here
1: so uh, boom baby and In-
2: we uh we got a few more uh really hot good speakers coming on here real soon uh, we'll tease those here coming up. But all right, that's it for me, Gabe. Don't let me uh, keep uh, extending <laughs> this, this, this outro.
0: Day off is followed by an off day. We'll catch y'all later.